welcome back to Grace Talks. I am super excited because we're back with our segment from a couple weeks ago called Real Talks, where we talk about what's been on our hearts lately with different women in friend groups, in peers, mentors, with friends, and we just see what God has going on in our lives right now. So I'm going to go ahead and let my guest introduce herself real quick. Hey guys, so I'm Alex. I am a junior at Texas A&M University. And thanks for having me on. I'm really excited. I'm nervous, excited but... <laughs> for you to be here. This is cool. Yeah. Okay. So what is the topic that God has placed on your heart recently? I think the topic that is definitely like most prominent in my life right now is just growing in my faith mm-hmm. and ca- trying to like navigate through that while in college and worshiping in all different forms. Okay. Okay. I like it. <laughs> so you're saying growing in your faith. Do you want to talk about a little backstory on what faith is to you and how you're growing it right now? Yeah, for sure. So I actually come from a family who's not very religious. Um, We never went to church as a family like Sundays. We never really celebrated Easter, anything like that. And then pretty much my outlet to find my own faith is through one of my friends that I had in high school and whatnot. And they would always, I came from a very small town, so everybody was religious. Yeah. So we'd always go to their youth groups on Wednesdays, and sometimes I'd go with them over to their church during Christmas break and stuff like that. And I think that's really shaped me, or at least it gave me like a pretty good foundation. Mm-hmm. And then now, I have not found an actual ministry here in College Station yet, but I do feel like you can worship in all different ways. And I think that through college, it has definitely given me a lot of different I guess, like, problem-solving skills. Like, how can I fit this into my daily life every single day and just really make it a priority? Yeah, okay. I like that you're talking about worship because the last segment we had was talking about worry versus worship, and we talked that there are different ways to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, What are your favorite ways to worship? Honestly, so this is... This is, it sounds really funny, but I pray a lot in the car because I'm always driving. Me too. Literally everywhere I go, I'm, if I'm just like sitting there and a lot of times I don't have to listen to music, which is really weird sometimes too. People are just like, that's crazy. I'm like, why is <laughs> I'm like, spend time with myself, my own thoughts. But I definitely like pray a lot in the car and I always tell like boyfriend this. So it sounds like whenever I pray, it's like a voicemail. Like I literally just like, hey God, how's it going? <laughs> I do that all the time. I know. And I think like the first time I like prayed during um, one of our dinners or something. And um, I was like, okay, I can do it. But it's not like a text message. It's not going to be like (laughs) very formal. You're not going to hear us in church. It's just me talking to him. And I think that's the best um, way to. It's just so informal and it makes you like really grow your relationship. Yeah. I love that so much. There's a couple different ways that I pray. I know there's different styles. I have. So I grew up going going to Sunday school and having parents that taught me how to pray at a young age. Mm-hmm. And um, even though we didn't get really consistent with that in my high school and I got back in it in college when I was a kid, it was really normal. And so all of my prayers were always, Dear Heavenly Father, to start off with. And I still do that when I pray in group situations. It's yeah. habit. But then when I go to bed at night and I like lay my head on my pillow, I'm just like, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what's going up in heaven today or if there's a day or if it's today. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> and you just ramble and you have questions yes. and it's... That growing of the relationship, I think. I, I, think I wonder so. if he smiles like crazy when I he know. thinks of stuff like that. I know. And like sometimes I'm like laying in bed, like literally before I go to bed, I do it a lot. I'm like, so God, how's your day? I'm like, hope it's going good. I don't think anybody ever like really ask you that. <laughs> I'm like, we just tell you all of our problems. But yeah, I was like, I hope you have a great day today. So this is what's going on with me. Is that the right path? I don't really know. So <laughs> and you just sure. keep going on. Next thing you know, you're asleep and you wake up and you're like, oh, I never said amen. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure. It happens a lot. Yeah. Okay, so what are the other ways that you choose worship? So every morning I do a devotional. Mm -hmm. It's the 
I think it's Joyce Meyer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I should have brought it so I can like, know the exact title. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's like Quiet Times with God. And it has a little snippet. So like in my iPad, I will write down the verse that they have to like open up the prayer. And there's mm-hmm. one every day. And then they have how they interpret it and kind of like trying to like dissect the verse for you. Because a lot of times I found this whenever I was like first starting to get into it and finding my faith. And I was like, I have no clue what it's telling me. It is so intimidating sometimes. I open up your Bible and be like, okay. And you read a verse and you're just like, what? Especially if it's a weird translation or you're not familiar with it. And you just, out of context, you look at it and it just makes no sense. Yes, so many times. I'm just like... Okay, and then you like look like spark notes pretty much. Like, yeah. what does this even say? You literally have to look up. You're like, okay, what is the Hebrew of this? And you're looking at Bible commentaries, going, what is it? Oh, well, that's what that means. Yeah, I would have never known. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. So I like to like look at what they say, their little interpretation of it, and then I take that and then um, kind of make it in my own word and kind of like, dissect it a little bit more for myself. I know I write like a paragraph for that. Yeah, and then they have two other Bible verses at the end. It's digging deeper. So then I'll like write those down too, and then I highlight it in my Bible to see how far I'll get in the year. That's awesome. I, I think really that's, like it. That's a really cool part when you're talking about growing in your faith and then mm-hmm. digging deeper. It almost gives you that plant, like planting mm-hmm. visual of you're planting the seeds and you're digging deeper, and that's how the growth happens and all of that. Yeah, so that's for cool. sure. Yes. I like it. Me too. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have any verses as of late that you've done that with? That, yeah. Like, you've done the little paragraph or talked about? Because I'd love to hear one of them. I have. Let's see. Perfect. Um, So first we're going to go with Hebrews 6.1. And it says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. Yeah, if you didn't understand the Bible or any background context, that just sounds like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. Yes, (laughs) it definitely does. Yeah, it's pretty much just saying that Whenever, like, elementary principles, like, whenever you first start school, you're in elementary, you're in preschool, you don't really know how to, like, build onto something. It's just pretty much, like, your foundation. And, yeah, that's just what I want to do is just keep growing on, like, a little bit at a time. And definitely not biting off more than I can chew. Because sometimes you read, like, too much of the Bible. You're just like, oh, my God, I have no good any of that said. Yeah. And you get scared. <laughs> no, I think that's a really good point because sometimes you do get really passionate and you're like, I'm going to grow my faith by reading like the entire entire Bible Bible. really fast and then you don't take a minute to appreciate it or put it into context and I think it's better to do it right and do it slow than to just rush through it and kind of let it go in one ear and out the other yeah for sure that's why like I like doing that little um devotional because three verses a day and it's not too much and then do it in the morning is what best works best for me I was gonna ask you like what time you like to do your devotional yes Right, well, I have it, like, written down in my morning routine of first thing in the morning, like, with a cup of coffee. But right now, it's kind of, like, just, like, jumbled into the morning at some point. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think if you do it in the morning, it gives you all day to think about it. And it really just starts your day off really well with, like, a positive note as opposed to, like, the end of the day mm-hmm. when you're already exhausted. You're probably going to push it off because you're tired. You don't want to. Right. And then you're going to not live the next day based on that one. That makes sense. Yeah. No, forget I'm about all for it. that. I love morning devotionals a lot or just morning prayers, morning anything, because when you start off your day with reflection about God in the beginning, it alters how you act throughout the rest of the day and how you treat other people. For sure. So I I think that's cool. Can I agree more? Yeah. No, I think that is awesome. I think that's a good one. Thank you. So are there any other ways of worship that you do or other ways that you work on growing your faith as of late? I think another way is talking about it with like anyone and everyone you can find. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, like my family is not religious, so... Mm -hmm. 
I know that like we're supposed to be like the voice of God has come through us. We should spread his word as much as possible. But like I don't really talk about it with my family because they're just like very close minded when it comes to that. But I love them to death. But like, yeah. we all just believe in different things. So yeah. like yes, yeah, so, like so my family's not very religious, so I don't talk to them about I talked with them about that as much. But definitely with like all of my friends, I always pray for everyone I can. Um, if anyone's going through like, a hard time, it does not take that long to just take like ten seconds yeah. and just like think about them, put them in your prayers. And definitely, like, me and a lot of close friends do, like, prayer requests for each other. We read the Bible, kind of talk about what we're reading. Accountability is a great one, too, for, like, having that fellowship and having friends that you do that kind of stuff with. Yeah, it really is. Especially whenever, like, you're, it's kind of like a book club. That's what it feels like. (laughs) Literally. When you're all on, like, the same page, you're all going through the same thing. And, yeah, so, like, you can have, like, accountability in anything. But I think it really helps a lot when it comes to, like, your faith. Yeah, because spirituality is the one part of us that exists forever. Mm-hmm. So if there was anything to constantly work on and constantly improve on, it's the thing that's going to be the longest lasting. Yes, I agree. I think that's a good one. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> I think I started to interrupt you. You were going to say something about that you and Jacob do? Oh, yeah. So me and Jacob um, started reading the entire Bible mm-hmm. front to back. <laughs> and right now we're still in Genesis. Like I said, but it's more more than we can chew. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's great because like even though he's in Houston right now, we FaceTime and read it together. Yeah. And we do that every night. That's something we do at night. But like you could do it in the mornings. I think that especially I think in relationships, it's very, very important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably like, the most important thing. <laughs> it's the number one thing. Yeah. That is the hardest part about figuring out finding the right person you know a struggle I keep running into all the time is because I'm really open about my faith and I bring it out is I'll start talking to someone and think they're this great Christian it turns out they're just kind of putting on this persona Mm -hmm. and you can figure out so quick if someone is like you know there's the real gold coins and there's the chocolate fake foil gold (laughs) coins every time it's with the little chocolate foil coins and it's so quick to be able to see those things because what they say and how they act just don't match up. Yes, and I that's agree. Such a difference in how relationships work too, because having someone who believes in the same things as you and has the same morals as you and belief systems. I mean, you can work together so much more flawlessly when you come <laughs> at each other like that. Yes, and at least like just both be wanting to grow in the same areas. Yeah. I think because like if you have someone who is like the fake little gold coin with chocolate inside, right? Um, and they like portray themselves completely different. You go in thinking like, oh yeah, like we're gonna grow together in our faith. Like he's gonna support me. I'm gonna support him. He, like we're gonna be rocks for each other. And then you actually get down to it, and like it's just something that like they probably grew up in, mm-hmm. but like they don't have their own sense of it themselves. That makes right. sense. Yeah. So like it's just something that's like portrayed onto them. So then that's why they're like, yeah, like, you know, I go, like, once a month, and, like, but I don't actually, like, practice anything that I preach. Right. Or you're like, oh, so what's your favorite Bible verse? And I'm like, I don't really have one. And you're like, well, what? currently. Yeah. Like, what's the last one? one you've read? And they're just like, um, I don't really read it. You're just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong in, like, different stages? But I think that if you're at least trying to yeah. grow that relationship is very important. And if you're supposed to be in a romantic relationship, you have to be at the same stage. That's not really an option yeah like friendships you can be friends with anybody yeah you don't want to it's that term of yoking yourself to someone else you don't want to yoke yourself to someone who's either going to be dragging you down or Mm -hmm. you having to drag them along yeah for sure you have to like be at the same level otherwise you're going to come down to their level right or they're just never going to be able to like get up to yours and just be like awkward yeah i agree those are good ones i think those are really good points too when it comes to growing your relationship you're going to have to look at 
the relationships of the people around you as well. Yeah. Because they make a big difference in how you interact with God and they do. what you choose to do. Yeah, you're a huge reflection of people you put yourself around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that also doesn't mean that you can't be around people that aren't Christians because it's our job to now influence them. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, you were talking about telling other people. Growing yes. Your Faith was about telling other people. Yeah. And I just came back from church today, and it's Grace Bible Church, and they're having a talk on church. They're talking about Acts and what's the message of it, what's the importance of it. And now it's like, does it even matter? Why, do, why is church important? And it says, well, okay. <laughs> Everyone has to deal with the fact at some point that death is something that's inevitable, and that's really depressing. And the reason the church is important is because we are literally the only people that have a solution yeah. to death. <laughs> We're the only ones that's like, well, it's not actually like the end. <laughs> yeah. No, there's something else, and it's a really easy fix. And they said, if this is something you believe in, it's something you love, you're going to want to tell other people, not out of judgment towards them, not out of anything else, but simply for the fact that you love them yeah, and you, you want care them to be about saved. them. Yeah, yeah, you want them to go where you're going. You want to make heaven crowded. Yes. Yeah, I definitely think that it's so important to just, like, spread it. Because, like, that's literally our jobs. Like, that's what is God has trusted us with. It's just to spread our messages and his messages through us. Yeah. And talk to everybody about it. Just spread it like wildfire. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a great signal of growth, too, if you look back and you go, oh, man, I am growing in God. A good evaluation point is, well, how often do I even talk about him? Yeah. Because you can be filling up your brain with great stuff and building your personal relationship with Jesus, and that's awesome. But if you're not pouring it out, then you're not living out the purpose of Christianity because it's not the job of Christianity to do it just alone. It's to do it in community Mm -hmm. and to build each other up and bring people to Jesus with you. Did you have any other verses that you wanted to share too? Yeah, of course. I have one more. Yay. Um, Okay, so it is Colossians. Not like, I keep saying like a kolachi. Anyways, it is six and seven. So it is, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. I like that one. Me too. I love that one. So just to be rooted, it's like, it, like everything that goes back to your foundation. Just to be like rooted in him and in his word and truly believe and just like have faith in everything that he does. Um, he gives us strength and grace and gratitude and literally everything that we are. Yeah. So I think that's a great one. I, I love that one a lot. <laughs> what's your favorite way to show that Thanksgiving? Like, what's your go-to response when you kind of feel joyful in that moment? I like to give. Yeah? A lot. A lot. Um, so this is something else. Like, I, a lot of times I, like, will pay for random, like, um GoFundMe's that I see mm-hmm. and I mean normally if it like really touches me then I'll pay for it if it's like yeah. someone asking for like equipment to like start something I'm like uh, I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see what seems like you're starting but like especially whenever it comes like kids I have such a soft spot for kids mm-hmm. um and whenever you say like GoFundMe's for like they're in like in cancer or they're on remediation from that or anything like that I love to give through there um I also love to donate my time I like to volunteer with special needs kids. Oh, that's so cute. Why do you do that? Um, they have, like, the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? Yeah. yeah. So, like, they have that all throughout the country. And, like, in every city, there's at least, like, two. And in my hometown, we had this thing called, like, special, not like special needs, what was it? I think it was, like, special skills. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a course, like, a class that they would take. And um, you can volunteer like, instead of your PE credit to have time with them. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was really cute. You play like their PE but with them as yeah. your PE credit. So it was fun. I really liked that. But we had Special Olympics in Bernie as well. So then we have that up here too. At the high schools normally they have some event. So that's really fun. I love that. 
And there's also something else that I'm trying to persuade Jacob to. He really wants to, but right now we're just like not financially stable enough to do this. Right. But there's this thing called Compassion. Have you ever heard of it? Um, I mean the word, but yes. not as an organization. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Compass- <laughs> like the Compassion Organization. So I follow this girl on YouTube, Milena Ciciotti. I don't know if you know her. Um, she's really big in her faith. And they have, they were both raised in the same kind of like upbringing with really Christ-centered families. And so both of their families have done Compassion. And so Compassion is a nonprofit that matches you with a child in a third world country. And I think you pay like $15 a month or something. And you write them letters. It's been like a sponsorship in forever. Um, And you pay for their textbooks, their pens, their pencils, their medical and I really want to do that soon. That's really cute. I love those a lot. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite organizations is Mission of Hope. And it's something I got to get involved with being an AM athlete because we do mission trips. They mm-hmm. started out going to Haiti. I got to go to one for the Dominican Republic. Was supposed to go one for Guatemala, but COVID yeah. canceled. So <laughs> of course. <laughs> that, that happens. But they have that same kind of thing that I absolutely love is you can sponsor kids, you can do great things. If anyone's listening, Compassion, Mission of Hope. Yes. Go sponsor. It doesn't some matter kids. which one, just pick one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Um, I would love to do that. So like it just randomly matches you with one. And the way that Milena does it is the one that's waited the longest is the one that she picks. Mm-hmm. Um, or the one that she wants to get matched with. And I have looked on it before, and, like, these kids are so precious. And it makes you want to, like, literally get everything that you have. Yeah. Because we are so lucky to, one, be in America, where we have as much as we do. But there's people that like, don't even have clean water. Like yeah. that's, and, like, they can't even get basic medical needs. And like, if you pay $15 a month, that's literally just not going out to eat once. Yeah. Literally one time. Yeah. That's skipping Chick-fil-A's drive through like one and a half time maybe depending on yeah. what you get depending on who's all going <laughs> so like was going. me and jacob want to do it together so it'd be like literally just one time and drive yeah. through each yeah like that, that's nothing you'd be so, done yeah so i really want to do that i think we're probably gonna do that in like the next upcoming month or so i love that that's a great one yes. i wasn't sure what i i love all the different answers when it's like okay what's your automatic response when you're really joyful and i love that the automatic part of that is to overflow of give i want yes. to give my time and resources and energy and that's a great mark of a christian too is mm-hmm. because that's what we're made for we're not meant to be self-centered or focusing in on ourselves all the time like society kind of tells us to mm-hmm. society tells us like oh take me time yeah focus on yourself build yourself up and those are all good things to an extent yeah and you need them to an extent but you're really supposed to be letting God build you up so you yeah. can build up others. That, yeah. That kind of cycle and that flow. I know. They always talk about if your glass is half empty, you can't pour from it. Well, God should be filling your glass. So exactly. you shouldn't be empty at all. <laughs> right. He's that living water that doesn't run out. The yes. fountain on yes. the inside. I agree. Yeah. So um, are there any signs like for yourself that you check in with to go, okay, am I growing with God? Or just any kind of evaluations that you do or little markers that you're like okay what am I doing am I growing funny enough I don't think I check on myself I think he checks on me yeah (laughs) and as always whenever I'm having like the worst days I think I think like probably two or three months ago I was going to work and I like to like I don't know why but I need like time in the parking lot just like sit there and like get mentally prepared to go into work (laughs) so I get like 10 minutes and I was sitting there and I just felt so down about everything and it was really really hard I sat there and like I have a vlog and I was vlogging myself and it's so hard to even act happy whenever you're like really not happy Mm -hmm. and you just feel like something's like missing and I sat there and I was literally started crying like tearing up and I was I don't know why I'm crying right now I was like I'm just sad (laughs) 
And I mean, it could have been a little bit of like sleep, depri- sleep deprivation. Yeah. Or it could have been because I haven't read my Bible in like literally like six months at that point. It was a long time, but I struggle with consistency, mm-hmm. but I think that's literally just what keeps me grounded. Is yeah. I need to like, keep it up and don't <laughs> go that long of a stretch without it. I relate to that. The second I let anything in my faith slack of what I'm focusing on, what I'm doing, I find myself getting lazier and just kind of depressed and no motivation to do anything. Yes. And you go, well, maybe part of that is because when you take away a person's purpose, they don't really want to work that hard. That's, yeah. that's not in me to want to go push for something when I'm not thinking about what I'm made for. Yeah. And when you go back to what I'm made for and gratefulness and that thankfulness you were talking about, you go, oh, right, that's what. Yeah, like that's why I'm doing the things I'm doing. That's why I'm working so hard towards this, like, end goal, whatever it is. But, yeah, I think it, it definitely whenever you get out of consistency, it really hits you. And it just, like, starts to build up. Because if you miss it for, like, one day and then you're like, okay, well, like, I'll do it tomorrow. And then you miss it for like, a month. And then it's just like these little like increments started building up and then it just crashes down on you. And you're just like, why am I so sad? Like, why do I have no motivation to do anything? And it's because you haven't been putting in the time where you need to be. Yeah. No, those are awesome. Do you have advice to anyone that would be listening on growing their faith, whether it's different stages that they're at or just something you'd be like, hey, do this? Yeah. So whenever I first started, I was terrified of opening the Bible because I was, I struggled with like reading comprehension anyways. And this is not English. Like, <laughs> it is it is definitely one of the hardest books to ever read. But that's because it's the best book to ever read. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so I'd say just start really small. And I would say getting a devotional that really, like, dissects and goes into each verse for just, like, a little snippet a day is probably, like, the best. Because you don't need to read, like, an entire book in a day. Right. Because I've tried that, too. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> It is definitely too much. And then you get kind of guilty and you feel bad about yourself and you can't finish it. So I think if you just cut off like a little or cut out like a little piece every day is probably what's best. Praying in your car. Oh, yeah. Praying at work. You don't have to always say it for him to hear it. Right. <laughs> Literally just like praying at anything. It, like wherever you spend the most time, yeah. I would say. Because I drive a lot. So that's definitely where I pray the most. And praying before bed is really good too. But sometimes I have like really, really bad dreams. And it's because I didn't pray the night before. Most times if I pray before I go to sleep, I like the best sleep I could ever have. Oh my gosh, there's a couple different verses in Psalms and it's basically, I love it, you lay me down by still pastures or the, in you I'm resting peacefully, like all those little verses. I think of those as I'm laying in bed and I just, I'm with you. Like if I don't pray before I fall asleep and I wake up the next morning and go, oh no, like I just didn't rest as good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I used to have like really bad dreams and I don't know why, like it's just super random and then if I read my Bible during the day, I don't have those bad dreams. Like, I haven't had a bad dream in, like, two months, maybe. And that's a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of the dark, but, like, that's just at the point. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I definitely think that you, if you really just, like, rest in him, you don't have to always be actively worshiping to rest in God. Right. I think that's one of the things that we had mentioned was worship can be resting. Like, mm-hmm. just leaning on God, that is worship. It doesn't yeah. have to be something active. Sometimes for people that are go-getters, being passive is the worship, and that's a great way to grow with God. Yeah. As is. I agree. Yeah, awesome. Thank you (laughs) so much for bringing this topic on and talking about it and sharing some verses and sharing your heart and stuff on it. Yeah, of course. I loved having you on here. I love being here. It was not as scary as I thought it would be. (laughs) Right? It's never as bad. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Well, that was awesome um, and everything that we have for today. So... Don't forget to rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, give any follows on social media accounts, and let us know if you like these topics or have any topics you want to hear about in the future. 
Next week, we're going to be talking about Tabitha, a woman of the Bible, and doing our Bible study stuff again. And then in a couple weeks, we have another new person we get to talk about. So this is really fun, really exciting time. Lots of cool things going on. And I hope to see you around for all of those episodes. As usual, though, if you had any questions about what we talked about today, anything in the Bible, whatever else, I'd be super happy to answer it as best as I can. And as usual, if you haven't heard it today, I love you. God loves you. Alex loves you. (laughs) And you are important. You have worth. You have a purpose. And you were designed to grow your relationship with God. Signing off. Bye.